0: for Woman Radio show brought to you by womenaboutbiz.net empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business hello ladies this is trina Newby, your host and business success coach broadcasting to you live this monday march 5th 2018 and as always bringing you inspiration motivation and ways to start and grow your business and make it bigger right well happy monday to you i trust that you had a fabulous weekend and that you also took some time to Joy Pamper Yourself. Now many of you who are long-time listeners have heard me talk again and again about joy pampering. And what is joy pampering? Well, you know, one of the things that I truly believe as a businesswoman that you first must understand, in order to run a successful business, you have to be balanced. You have to be focused. You have to be in touch with your core, with your center. That is the space where you are happy you are satisfied and and you have joy right and i am a firm believer that while there are many outside influences that can give us some joy for the for the most part we are responsible for our own joy. We're responsible for how we react to people and their comments. We're responsible for the environments that we place ourselves in. And you see, this has a lot to do with being a leader and being a small business owner because what I have noticed is that whatever is going on in your personal life, Whatever is impacting you, perhaps on your nine-to-five job, perhaps what people have said and other types of relationships, it all has a huge impact on how you run your business because it it gets in the way uh, many times if you're not satisfied or happy with what's going on. So it's just so very, very important for you to understand that you are responsible for bringing joy into your life and to help make yourself well balanced with your personal life as well as your business life. So I want to just quickly share with you some of the things that we have today for you on Successful Woman Radio. First of all, this is the beginning of March, and of course, we have a new theme to share with you. And of course, I'm going to share, as always every Monday, the five questions to generate cash in 2018. And then, of course, if you didn't know it, our book club book of the month is still Making Good Habits, Breaking Bad Habits by author Joyce Meyer. What a great book! I continue to get many of you who are emailing me or texting me saying that you are reading the book and that it is phenomenal. It's making some changes in your life. I know I've been reading a lot of different passages throughout the book, and it is not only inspiring, but it's really causing me to reflect back on some of my habits that I want to make sure that are not helping me to uh, create a successful business and keep my business going. I want to make sure that those habits are not in my uh, habit profile any longer. And so I'm sure many of you feel the same way. And so we're going to discuss that a little later on in the show. And then, of course, we'll come right back around and discuss savvy marketing. Now, I would be remiss if I did not mention to you that this month is Women's History Month. Right? And oftentimes we take a look at all of the women who have impacted our lives, and certainly at women about biz, and especially on the show, we always want to recognize uh, women who have contributed to where we are as women today, and certainly there are many, many of them. And so again, um, this is Women's History Month, and many of you perhaps have already scheduled luncheons or you're going to be going to a luncheon in celebration of women, Um, and we are going to be celebrating all during the month of March, um, all of the women that have been nominated for the National Women's History Month Project. And of course, um, if you have never visited this website, it is certainly a wonderful website to visit. Again, um you can visit www.n as in nancy, w S N Women, H as in History, P as in Project, N W H P dot org. And uh It is a wonderful website. I always visit this site throughout the year. I enjoy personally reading about a lot of the different women around our country who have definitely contributed in some way, whether it's through education, whether it's through an advancement or a movement or what have you. And it just expands my knowledge on just how far we really have come as women. And so there are several women that have been nominated for 2018, that are um, that are being honored, and so today we will pull out two of those women and share their profile with you um, because I believe that it's our responsibility as women to make other women and our daughters and our nieces, our granddaughters, make them aware of the contribution that women are contributing in the United States today. So that's going to be a little bit later on in the show today. So for right now, um, I just kind of want to share with you and set the pace for all of this month. Now it's going to be important for you to have a notepad handy. Um, many of you who are longtime listeners, uh, you know, have already started a Successful Woman Radio Journal. Just a simple spiral-bound notebook where you're able to date it and keep specific notes that will allow you to go back and refer and implement different tips and strategies and techniques that we mention along the show each. Uh, each and every week. Uh, Many of you over the years have written in and said, wow, I've got four notebooks, I've got five notebooks, and um, several of you have told me that you've gone back and you have read the different topics and things that we have mentioned on the show and how it has helped you in your small business. And you see, that's what we are about at Successful Woman Radio. We are about empowering you with information that you're going to be able to put to use right away in your life as well as your business, and that is what we're all about. I want to make sure that you have your calendar marked for every Monday at 12 noon Eastern time because, of course, when we choose a theme for the show each Monday, we're going to continue on sequentially with a new topic or a subtopic under that theme, right? And so if you miss a Monday, of course, you can always visit womenaboutbiz.net. Click podcast in the top white menu bar and you will be able to listen to the previously broadcasted show. But there's nothing like listening to a live show, right? I was telling someone that the other day is that I enjoy the live show because I think that's when the spirit moves in me to say things and to share things that you, our listeners, need to know about. And so, again, don't forget to share Successful Woman Radio with at least one or two other women that you know are trying to make strides in their life. They're trying to move to another level. They want to start a business or they're... they've already started a business but they need to be in a positive and encouraging environment and that is what you can get every Monday at 12 noon so don't forget about that I want to thank all of you who attended the implementing your follow-up system webinar we will be repeating that there are some things that I wanted to um, add in that based on questions and um, of course we'll just be improving that webinar and then it will be up for all of our gold members to have access to and then um, two weeks following that access it will be open to the general public for purchase so again I want to thank everyone who attended that particular webinar let's move on and get right into the five questions to generate cash for your business in 2018 now mind you I Mention these five questions at the top of every show, Um, but I try my very best to give you different aspects, different things to think about uh, as you go through these questions. But you can ask these questions of yourself as often as you need to, to spark brainstorming, to spark yourself into taking action, to spark yourself into being a better owner for your business. So here's question number one in the five questions to generate cash in 2018. What must I do to achieve my sales goals this week or month? Now, let me just say this, because recently, within this last week or so, I've talked to several um, coaching clients who you know, have admitted that they have not developed a business strategy for 2018, um, but that they have started the marketing process. And I found those, that, that comment kind of interesting simply because how can you start a marketing process if you have not developed a strategy? You see, it's important for us as business owners to understand and know where we are going first in order to know what we should be doing and i am constantly seeing um, business owners do things backwards they're putting the cart before the horse and we definitely don't want to do that what we want to do is we want to really realize that you must have a strategy you must get to a level of clarity about what you want to be doing in your business and i think oftentimes Women have a tendency to run away from a lot of things that require us to do a lot of deep thinking. We don't necessarily always want to put a lot of thought into something. And I think it's because when we get excited about our businesses, when we start thinking about all the things that we can do in our business, sometimes it feels so wonderful just to be in the land of excitement, right? Because don't forget, when you're excited about your business, when you think about all the possibilities, you actually get a buzz from that. Right, you actually have a hide from that, and you feel wonderful and um you don't want to go back down to the land of reality sometimes and say okay now let me let me make this reality let me." let me do some deep thinking and see what I need to start doing in order to make my business successful. And so as women, we have to prevent ourselves from doing that. You know, I've had people that say in the past, well, Trina, I I notice often that you have a tendency to kind of group us all together, but I'm not like that. I said, well, you know what, when I talk, I try to speak in generalities. But I think over the last 20 plus years, as I have noted commonalities that we share as women who are in business, I see this is happening time and time again. So when you hear me talk about us and we and what we should do, I'm speaking in general terms, but trust me, what I have learned over the years, and I think I'm pretty on point with this, is that we do have some commonalities as females, as women, that tend to you know, either get in our way or we tend to, to have habits that are similar that don't necessarily work on the business side. And I'm going to point those out to you because I've learned them about myself and I want you to learn what holds you back. I want you to learn what pushes you forward. I want you to have your recipe for what helps you to create that successful business, right? And so again, what I have learned from working with so many businesswomen is that we have this tendency not to want to dig deep and ask ourselves those questions that are going to push us to get to the next level. And that's what being a good leader is all about. So you've got to develop your strategic Um, planning. You've got to develop your strategy and know where you're going to be going. And so when you ask yourself that question, you know, have I achieved my sales goals this week or, or month, it's really asking you, have you done all of the things necessary, right? To set a solid foundation for you to achieve your sales goals, um, and you won't know that if you have not developed a overall business strategy here's question number two: Am I consistent and that word consistent is very important, so underline that: Am I consistent in implementing my marketing system to attract new leads? Very important question. I just had someone to text and ask me to repeat that. Okay, here we go again. Am I consistent in implementing my marketing system to attract new leads? Now, this month, of course, our whole theme is about savvy marketing, and I'm so excited about it because, again, I saw the need that we need to go back over the basics of what marketing really is. So You know, when you ask yourself this question about the consistency of implementing your marketing, you first must have a marketing plan or a marketing strategy in order to implement it, right? And this is where a lot of women get caught up at, you know. Um, They don't want to ask this question because they know inevitably that they have not done a marketing plan or strategy. But don't beat yourself up about this. You, you need to understand instead of beating yourself up and feeling bad that you don't have a marketing plan or strategy, you need to set a plan in, in place to get it done, right? Very, very important. Uh, here's question number three. Have I identified a minimum of three new people to talk with daily about the benefits of using my services or products. Now, this is all about you being the ambassador of your business, right? This is in falling in line with the principles that I teach, that there are three important roles in every business that must be played out and must, must always be present in your business. And, of course, those three roles are technician, that's the laborer, um, manager, and entrepreneur visionary, that is the leader, the owner, right? So out of those three roles, when you need to be the ambassador for your business, this number three question is really important. Identifying a minimum of three new people to talk with daily ensures that you're going to consistently have a flow of contacts with which to communicate with, and that's going to allow you to have a certain number of people that you're going to be able to consistently market to every single week or every single Month, right, or as often as you need to, so I know that a lot of i 've had so many questions with people saying, You know, um, Trina, where do you get these contacts from how do i How do I call three people every single day? So I want a quick process for this, right, so first, what you need to understand is that You should, as the ambassador, as the owner of your business, you should be connecting and talking with people about your business every single day. First of all, where do these people come from? Well, they are either friends on your social media platforms like Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter, or you're going to networking events and getting yourself involved in the community or you are speaking for different organizations in front of groups of people which gives you the opportunity to connect and get people's phone numbers emails contact information right so it's multiple ways that you will be getting people's information now you can't up one morning and say I'm going to call three people every day this week and not know who those people are so the process starts like this, if it is social media, you're going to identify or just start asking people to have a connection call with you, sending them a private message and saying, hi, I'm, for example, I'm Trina. I'm founder of Women About Biz and a business coach. I'd love to connect with you for a 15-minute connection call to see how we might be able to support or connect with each other. Right, And then, of course, you can give them your phone number to make them feel comfortable, to break the ice. My phone number is blah. Are you available on this day? You always want to give a specific date and time, and you always want to give your phone number because it puts a woman at ease or it puts a customer at ease um, when you're asking something of them, right? So giving your phone number uh, oftentimes Uh, causes them to reply and reciprocate and say, yes, I, I would be interested, and my phone number is this, and that is exactly what you want. Now, you have to start a cycle where you are doing this ahead of time. So, for example, last week I sent private messages out to people on LinkedIn, and I got responses. And so this week I think I have about 17 people that I'll be um, calling this week to connect with them. And so that is what you want to do. See, I'm not waiting until this week to figure out who those people need to be. Last week I connected and sent private messages to people. And all of those people who positively responded are the people that I am connecting with this week okay now if you are attending networking events it's the same process right you're um, introducing yourself to individuals at networking events at different in different environments and don't forget networking is not always just going to a formal networking event I can be out at a Starbucks and um, introduce myself to someone from a casual conversation it could be standing in line as it has happened many times for me and then uh, I'll introduce myself hi I'm Trina Newby, I'm a business consultant. they'll go most of the time they'll go, "Oh really? I thought about starting a business and it just starts a whole conversation. Um, and so even in the general public, whether it's in a group or general public, you still follow the same process. If you get that person's contact information, then it's important for you to make sure that you go ahead and invite them to a connection call. Ask them right then and there, since you're right in front of them, what's a good time to call you? I'd love for us to connect further and discuss how we can each provide resources to one another and possibly support one another in our businesses. And again, um, you want to prevent yourself from making false promises, right? Don't embellish, don't make false promises. You you just simply want to get to know that individual. You certainly can't do that if you're in a networking event or even in general public and there has been no specific appointment time set. So you want to follow this process all the way through whether it is on social media or whether you have met this individual in person at an event or in the general public and, um, you know, just meeting them for the first time. The big point is is that you want to work your way up to a minimum of three people to talk with daily. These are people that you don't know necessarily, okay? Very important. Um, don't forget that doing this method, using this method, is going to get you about 700 plus contacts in your database. And you can imagine over a period of two or three years that it's going to really add up. So you can imagine how well I'm set if I've been doing this for 15 plus years, right? Now, here's number four. What are the business goals that I need to accomplish this week? Now, if you'll remember, question number one asked you, what must I do to achieve my goals this week but this question is different it's asking you what are your business goals um, and the reason why this is so important is because this actually sets the pace for the work that you will be doing for the week and uh, what I've noticed a lot of times is that um, a lot of times women have this tendency to think that just because they have a packed schedule that that they are busy that they're doing the right work but that's not always true either right don't get yourself caught up in looking at a packed schedule that's all nicely color coded and what have you and that then when friday gets here you have not accomplished your goals right very very important so what you must do is that you must um you must first set your goals and, and say to yourself, you know, what is it that I want to accomplish? Now, this question is actually a sub-question to a much larger question, which is what are the business goals I need to accomplish this year or this quarter or this month? Again, just trying to each week newly set goals as you go along is not going to work. And this question should cause you to really think, right? Don't set your goals from week to week, but rather set goals on on at least a quarterly level so that you can then break it down by month, by week, and then by day. Okay. So I want you to be thinking about that question. And then lastly, in the five questions to generate cash in 2018, question number five says, what must I change about my leadership to move my business forward? Again, what must I change about my leadership to move my business forward? Um, Leadership is everything. And I am in total agreement with almost every business consultant who, who is in this thought process that no matter how much money you lack, no matter, you know, if you don't have a business plan, no matter what you don't have to create a successful business, it really all boils down to whether or not you are a good leader of your business. As I've said before, you can put two women side by side, each starting the same type of business, each given the same advantages, given a marketing list. These are customers that are interested in your business. Here's your target uh, market. Here's your research. Here's all of the stuff that you need to be successful, but one woman will succeed and one woman will not. Well, why do you think? It has everything to do with leadership one person will be uh will have her leadership down packed she's clear on who she is and what she should be doing for her business right and you have another person who's not so clear on her leadership role and so as a result she might keep herself in the in the labor technician side of her business always being the laborer but never being the manager and never being The entrepreneur visionary. So, leadership is very, very important. And you can start out being a good leader by first gaining clarity on what you should be doing as a leader in your business. So, this requires you to create a position description for your business. Okay? It requires you to be extremely clear on what your role is as the ambassador the entrepreneur visionary of your business and if you're unclear on that then you can't be clear on any of the other things that go on in your business okay you can't delegate you're not going to be clear on what you should be doing to market and you're not going to be clear on how to play your role at all and so this is very very important now all of these questions these are questions that you need to delve into schedule some time set some time aside To literally review these questions and look at what it is that you can do, right, to answer these questions to the best of your ability and and evaluate yourself, your business, and look at how you can improve so that you can generate cash in 2018. Because remember, guys, all of our goal this year, at the end of the day, we want to see six figures flowing through our businesses. So remember, You have the power to create your streams of abundance, and it all begins with you taking swift and immediate action. So there you have it, five questions to generate cash in 2018. For those of you that have just tuned in, you are listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show, and I'm Trina Newby, your host and your business success coach. Hey, if you haven't already, make sure you go and take a look at the all-new Women About Biz. Yes, we are still adding even more information, putting stuff up, but the website is definitely up at womenaboutbiz.net. Okay, so that's women, A-B-O-U-T, biz, B-I-Z as in zebra.net. Um, and definitely um, take a look at our website, take a look at our channels. We're getting stuff up as quickly as we can. And I'm very, very excited about our new look. I like our logo. We're updating. It was time for an update. And I'm excited that we're up and, and going. And we've got some great things planned for you throughout 2018. So definitely. Make sure you stay tuned. Uh, if you want to look at um, and listen to previous broadcasts from our podcast, then make sure you go and click on Podcast in the top white menu bar, and from there you'll get on the Successful Woman Radio uh, channel, and you'll be able to look in the right hand column and see the Block Talk player. And I believe it's about the past eight. Shows are available for you right there to listen to at your convenience now one thing I'm excited about is that our new website is completely mobile compatible, and so you can pull the site up on your iPad, your notepad, your iPhone, your Android, and you can again listen to previously broadcasted shows from our podcast page right from your smart device and so that's exactly what we wanted to do technology wise is to step up a notch and make sure that we are being convenient for you um, business women who are looking to tap into a good source to grow your business. I'm going to go ahead right now and switch right into our book club book of the month, Making Good Habits, Breaking Bad Habits, keeping in mind that if we want to be successful we have to change the habits that are working against us accomplishing our business goals, okay? And part of being a leader is to know what those habits are that are going to contribute to a thriving business, right? And you don't always have to have that habit ready in place. If it's not there, it's okay, but it means that it's, you need to develop it, right? So we are now in Chapter Six, behavior number three, the habit of being decisive. And the author starts off by saying, in with a quote from Theodore Roosevelt, in any moment of decision, the best thing you can do is the right thing. The next best thing you can do is the wrong thing. And the worst thing you can do is nothing. I like this quote because it's just a lot in that one Quote, I want to read it to you again it's by Theodore Roosevelt. And this chapter starts off by saying, in any moment of decision, the best thing you can do is the right thing. The next best thing you can do is the wrong thing. And the worst thing you can do is nothing. Interesting, huh? The author says people who stay in the middle of the road get run over. Forming the habit of making decisions in a wise and timely manner is vital to our peace and success in life. Thankfully, there are some people who learn to do that. However, some people make decisions too quickly, others make them too slowly, and some make them unwisely, and some don't make them at all. She says, you see, life is filled with decisions. We all make numerous decisions daily. We decide how late we will sleep, what we will eat, wear, and do with our time. We make employment decisions, relationship decisions, financial decisions, and most importantly, we make spiritual decisions. Even people who won't make decisions are still making a decision not to decide. Take a few minutes and honestly evaluate which of the categories mentioned above you fit into. If you are a decisive person and feel that for the most part, you make wise decisions, then you are blessed and part of a relatively small group. If you fall into one of the categories of making decisions too quickly, too slowly, or without forethought or wisdom, then this is a great opportunity for you to decide to start forming the habit of being decisive in a proper manner. If we make right spiritual decisions, and that means we decide to put God first in all things, then the rest of our decisions will be easier. However, making decisions is still something we all labor with at times. For the person who wants to please God in all things, making moral decisions can be easy because God's word gives us instructions concerning right and wrong behavior. We only need to decide to learn and obey God and what he teaches us to do. But there are many other decisions we must make in daily life that are not specifically covered in God's word. What do we do about those things? The person who truly wants to please God may fall into the trap of being indecisive due to the fear of displeasing God by doing the wrong thing. There is no more miserable human being than one in whom nothing is habitual but indecisive. I can truthfully say that indecision is very unpleasant for me, she says. I am generally a very decisive person and can even be guilty at times of making decisions too quickly. I try not to do that at this stage in my life because I have done it in the past and then regretted the quick decision I made. Unfortunately, I still had to deal with the results of it. But even though I fit into the category of being a decisive person, there are still times when I find myself vacillating between two things and having difficulty settling on one or the other. Most of the time, it is simply because I don't want to do anything I'm not convinced God approves of. I would like to be able to know for certain what God wants me to do in every situation, but I don't. and And like everyone else, I must step out in faith and eventually do one thing or the other. And like everyone else, I get butterflies in my tummy and pray with all my heart that if what I'm doing is wrong, God will graciously close the door or stop me before I make a huge mistake. It is impossible to learn how to make good decisions without the experience of making decisions. We We make some right ones and some wrong ones while we are in the process of learning. So I urge you to get started being decisive and learn from your experiences. Whatever you do, don't live your life frozen in fear, always being confused because you don't know what to do. The Apostle James being directed by the Holy Spirit teaches that if we need wisdom, we are to ask for it and God will give it. Only it must be in faith that we ask with no wavering, no hesitating or doubting. If we do waver, hesitate, or doubt, we become unstable and unreliable in all of our ways and we are unable to receive from the Lord anything we ask for. These scriptures make the position of the indecisive person quite clear he is going to be miserable, confused, and able to get help from God. We must approach God in faith, ready to take action when we have assurance in our heart of some direction. If after prayer and waiting we still feel we have no direction, then it may mean that God has simply given us the freedom to make our own choice. More than once in my life, she says, as I have been seeking God concerning what to do in a situation, he has whispered in my heart, you can do what you want to do. I have learned in those situations that God places desires in my heart and that I am free to follow them. That kind of freedom frightens some people, but if we know God's word, then we should know his heart and we can live accordingly. And so, again, I just read from Chapter 6 as we are discussing good habits, bad habits, and Chapter 6, the habit of being decisive. And it is so true even in business, ladies. We have to start making decisions. And I agree, that, is really, that, that procrastination really, really settles in. And I will have to say that I can be very indecisive at times, um, and I know many of you who are listening can be indecisive as well. But what Joyce Myers, the author, is saying is that there is no place for indecisiveness. We must learn to make decisions. And the only way we can start making better decisions is to take action, is to start making decisions. And we will learn if it is a wrong decision, we're going to learn from that and we're going to keep moving on. So in other words, ladies, it's okay to make a mistake, right? You just don't want to make the mistake on purpose right meaning you knew the right thing to do but you chose the other path you don't want to do that but you should know that when you make a decision it's okay if the decision does not turn out to be favorable as long as you learn from the results and move forward to making a better decision. And that's what she's saying. You you need to understand this. You need to understand that you've got to get started and being indecisive is a terrible place to be. And I know um, I have experienced being indecisive on several types of planning for my business, and I know that it has led me down a path of just not getting my planning started. And then that causes procrastination and spirals out of control into something that should have taken me only a week or a couple of weeks to do, and now here I am a year later and it's not being done. And that's not something that you want to do, all because I didn't make the decision to to get started to take action. And I think taking action is definitely a habit. And I think taking action has everything to do with being decisive because decisive, um, the next step of being decisive is, is action, right? And without action, you can't really be decisive. You're going to be indecisive in that middle road that she was talking about. And, and like she said, people who get who get stuck in the middle of the road get ran over. I mean, how how. Uh, visual can we get with that, right? And so you want to be a decisive person. This is such a good book if you're needing to um, change your life, move your life forward, be better prepared, develop better habits for yourself. This is just such an excellent book to read. So pick up a copy of this book and follow along with us. And again, this excerpt was taken from Making Good Habits, Breaking Bad Habits by author Joyce Myers. Very, very important for you to get a copy of this book for yourself because, again, you know, our whole goal at Women About Biz is you know, we're trying to help you reach a six-figure level this year and to put you in a six-figure mindset. And in order to do that, we've got to share with you how to start, how to start making better decisions, how to start creating better habits for your life. And if you'll remember from our previous show, we talked about what is the type of what, what's the type of belief that you actually need in order to take your business and yourself to a whole other level? And we talked about that you need unshakable faith, right? That level of belief so deeply rooted that it compels you to take swift and immediate action. It compels you to be decisive. It, it, it compels you to take and make a decision and then take action on it right away right? Very, very important. Again, for those of you that have just tuned in, I see that our board is full. Um, if you if you have been sharing the show with others, make sure that they listen to the show also from our online page. Uh, if they have a smart device, phone or computer, they can go to um, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Successful Woman Radio, spelled together and all the way out. Again, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Successful Woman Radio. And that will get them on our show uh, where they can listen live as we're talking right now. Um, It does look like our board has indeed filled out. And we've packed the show out for the last few weeks now. So I want to thank all of you who are listening to the show. I want to thank you for sharing Successful Woman Radio with others. And uh, I have had some new emails from individuals that have just listened to the show. And I want to, uh, again, uh, say to all of the new people, and in particular I talked with a Cheryl out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Cheryl, thank you so much for listening to the show. I really appreciate that. Cheryl says she has marked her calendar for every Monday. Thank you so much. And I want to give a big shout-out to all of you. Um, who are new time new listeners on the show? Um, you know, like I said, make sure that you start your own personal successful woman radio journal so that you can date each entry and take your notes so that you will get the best benefit from um, the show that we give. I want to go ahead now um, and talk to you about our thing savvy marketing. Now, as you know, the word savvy means in the know, right? It means being in the know at all times. That's what savvy means. And certainly, I want all of you who are listening to become savvy businesswomen. Well, our topic all this month, our theme this month is savvy marketing. And so I thought it's important for us as we – move towards the end of first quarter that we definitely address marketing and, you know, the different phases of marketing and what it should be. So today I just want to talk to you about the core basics of marketing and how important that really is. So first, let's just define what marketing is. Marketing in and of itself is a system of techniques used in attracting prospective clients or customers to your service or product. And I'll repeat that. Again, marketing is a system of techniques used in attracting prospective clients or customers to your service or product. So when I say that marketing is a system, you automatically know that it's not just one thing that is going to work for you with marketing, right? It's going to be a combination a system of methods or techniques that you will have to put together to represent marketing for your business. Now, a rule of thumb is that, you know, you, as you research, you'll discover that there are multiple, multiple, multiple ways you could be marketing your business. So you have to kind of narrow that down, and you have to start thinking about what's best for you and your budget and what you can handle right now. So as a rule of thumb, I recommend that you have anywhere between three to five methods or techniques that you're using to market your business. Three to five methods or techniques, one and the same, those two words are interchangeable, methods or techniques that you are using to attract people to what you have to offer, right? So very, very important. And I think you have to first have a a deep understanding of what marketing means, I think you must realize that it is a combination of things that you're going to put together and use for the purpose of attracting people to you and oftentimes people when they think of marketing, you know they may only think of one thing a flyer or or uh, an online ad or what have you. So what I want to do right now is I want to talk about now that you know what marketing is let 's talk about the different types of marketing, right because there's different there's different things that happen in the world of marketing that all go together, so let's first talk about um advertising because advertising is a form of marketing and when, the thing that you need to know about advertising um besides the fact that it can be um, quite costly is that depending upon where you advertise at you really need to be able to afford. Um, advertising on a consistent level for a multiple period of time. In other words, you need to advertise anywhere between Uh, three months to six months consecutively or four weeks to eight weeks consecutively, okay? This is what you need to understand. And a lot of the times, I'll have someone who says, well, you know, I advertised here and I didn't get any results. And what you need to understand is that advertising, for the most part, is used as a branding tool, okay? And um, branding in and of itself simply means that Um, you have created a method of how people are going to remember you, okay? And that's what branding is. It's a method that you use to help individuals remember who you are. So that could be a combination of colors. It could be a combination of colors and a logo. It could be a phrase that you use, right? For example... We know that Coca Cola uses the color red, and then we know that they have an incursive font, Coca and then a hyphen cola. And we we know how that, look, if you close your eyes right now and I told you to imagine the Coca-Cola logo, you more than likely can bring it up into your memory right away. And then Coca-Cola has this one expression or phrase or slogan that they've trademarked and used all the time, which is also a part of their brand. And what is that? It's the real thing, Right. Um, Now, why did they come up with that slogan? Because after Coca-Cola became so successful, there were hundreds and hundreds of generic um, soda beverages coming out saying that they were a cola. And so Coca-Cola wanted to set themselves apart, and so they decided to set themselves apart by using the phrase it's the real thing, and they use that phrase in their commercials, in their print advertisement, on the cans of their product, on the bottles of their product, Coca-Cola is the real thing, and so as you can see, branding in and of itself can be quite easy as far as the understanding of it, right? Right? Because the whole goal of branding is to get a person to recognize who you are, right? Like, for example, if I said right now Oprah Winfrey, you would know who Oprah Winfrey is, right? Because her name is branded. Now, nine times out of ten, if I said to you Oprah Winfrey, you could probably even pull up how she looks, right? So it's important for you to understand that branding is an integral part of marketing. It's a part of marketing. Um, and it is used to help attract people to your product or your service. And so one of the things with branding is that I think it's imp- important for you to be authentic when it comes to branding. Um, If you have a color that you like or a color that you feel you want to use, if you have a certain font that you want to use in the wording of your company, uh, if you have a logo idea, what's going to be very, very important is that you brand it properly. And what that means is that you will need to make sure that you know the exact color. Now, every color, especially those colors that are used online, has a color code. Um, It is either a hex color or a decimal color. There is a code for that particular color. And so when you work with a graphic designer um, in creating and developing your logo, it's important for you to ask that graphic designer, what are the color codes? that I should give to others who are helping me with my marketing. So very, very important, right? This is why logos should be created digitally, okay? Because when you create a logo digital-wise, it's going to allow anybody using that logo to be able to match those colors and to figure out what your colors are. Very, very important. The other thing you want to do with branding, if you're trying to get people to remember who you are, the one thing that you want to do is you don't want, or the one thing that you don't want to do, I should say, is you don't want to get people confused by changing your brand every other month. You used one color this month, now you're using another color because people can't remember you that way. You also want to be careful about using different logos in your brand because that is going to cause total and utter confusion, right? And you don't want to also um, use different phrases and slogans other than what you originally planned unless you're going to change it and not change again for quite some time. So branding is all about keeping things stable. It's all about using the same color, the same logo, the design, about using the um, uh, phrase, um, that you might have that you want to use with your business, but it's keeping it the same and then reinforcing that same brand throughout everything that you use. Very, very important. Now, we can easily see these with companies such as Microsoft. We can see it with Coca-Cola. We can see it with Apple computers. We can see it in several ways if we would just look at what's being used out there now. You know, So I encourage you to look through some magazines look at how companies are branding themselves. It's not what they are necessarily saying as much as how they are always placing their logo, the colors that they're always using. And the one thing that I've learned about branding is that when you choose your brand colors, it can be anywhere between one and three colors. When you choose your branding colors, it can also be a blend or colors that match the brand colors that you have. So branding in and of itself is a, is a technique that we use in marketing to assist us with attracting people to our businesses, okay? So when you hear that word brand, hopefully you now know what it means, right? it simply means what am i using what are the the colors the logo the words i'm using what the font that i use what am i using to help brand my company and get people to remember who i am so very very important i remember um uh, with women about biz when we decided to go ahead and change the women about biz logo uh and color because we went from red and an incursive font to um, a a whole different look of our logo, right? And so just to quickly share with you, because maybe this will be a learning experience for many of you, right? So to quickly share with you, when I started Women About Biz out, um, I chose... Uh, the font Edwardian script, which is a font that was not really being used by a lot of people. Um, Perhaps at that time, this is 18 years ago, a lot of people didn't have desktop computers and, you know, wasn't really being used a lot. And so I chose Edwardian script. But since that time, so many people are using that script until my brand of women about biz became distorted a little bit. And then I noticed the White House was using that same script. Everybody else, every time they um, women organizations were creating fonts for their organization, they were using the same script. May- maybe I even set the precedence for them to use the same script, right? But here's the biggest thing that I learned from that. I could not trademark that because I am not the owner of the Edwardian script, right? So after years of stubbornness, I will say, I decided to change the color and the logo for Women About Biz. And you can see what that logo looks like um, by going to womenaboutbiz.net. And what I did was I created uh, a very unique um, combination for the letters of each of the words, Women About Biz, the W-A-B, and that is what is being trademarked and so that others don't copy off of it, right? And then right up under that, I spelled out the words women about biz, and then of course our three expressive words, empower, connect, and grow, which is what we are all about. So again, it took me some time to really figure out what it was that I really wanted, And the color that I wanted to change, because I love the color red, however, I wanted something a little bit softer, but I didn't want to necessarily use hot pink like everybody else. So I came up with a color that I felt was representative of women, but at the same time, not many are using. So this is something that you're going to have to do for your business as well. The one thing that you need to know, again, about branding that is very important is that you want to make sure, though, that you are satisfied with it, enough to feel proud and confident to, look, to show it to people. Um, because when you change your brand, the one thing that you cannot do is keep going back backwards and forwards with your brand. And this is the rule of thumb that I always tell other businesswomen. If you have a brand and you really don't like it, go ahead and still use it for the rest of the year because you don't know what you want to use at the time. But then at the top of each new year, you have an opportunity to make changes because people are expecting changes in the beginning of the year right? And so that's what you may want to think about. So if you're so if you're indecisive right now about the type of brand you want to have, the color, the logo uh for your business, then I want to encourage you um to just use what you have, be confident in that and then plan. Take the time to plan out a strategy to change your brand for the new year. But what I want you to understand is that you really need to work with someone to do that. If you're not a marketing expert or a graphic designer yourself, st- don't try to do it all by yourself. That means you're going to need to find a graphic designer or someone that can help you. Now, I've uh, I've mentioned different resources that are out there that that you can um, that you can use. There is another one that I like um, that I just used recently to see how they were, and they are called 99 designs dot com. That's the two, the number nine nine, and then the word designs with an s dot com. Ninety nine designs dot com. And so what happens is you pay ninety nine dollars, and then they're going to push out your design request to multiple designers, and then you get to choose the top designer to work with. That's kind of how it works. And so again, um, check out ninety nine designs and. Um, they they seem to be pr- very very professional in how they do things. They have plenty of examples for you to see their portfolio and the work that they have done for other clients. But the biggest thing is I like them because they help you to brand. They will h- work with you with colors, with logos, with the placement of your expressions or your pair, or your, your sub phrases that you want to use with your business. Again, ninety nine designs dot com very very good um service to definitely work with when you're talking about doing um your logo so we're going to start right here where we've talked about branding, and we're going to move on on next week when we continue to talk about uh, becoming a savvy marketer. Uh, we're going to move on next week as we continue to discuss what you need to know about marketing your business. And so this is considered this kind of a, a basic marketing course, okay, because we've talked so much about for example, last month, the power of follow-up, and in January, we talked about the power of change and moving forward. But at the end of the day, as ambassador, the entrepreneur, the visionary, the CEO of your company, you've got to clearly understand marketing in order for you to delegate and give instructions to others to help you out with the marketing, right? And so that's what I have designed the uh, episodes this month to be about. Is It's not so that you can necessarily take this and do it. All yourself is so that as a leader you can have a full understanding of what needs to happen with marketing. So we've discussed the definition of marketing, the definition of branding. And then um, we've talked in depth about branding and what it is and what you need to be thinking about with branding. Um, and then I've given you one resource, 99designs.com, right, which is a great resource if you're trying to have a logo done or some graphic work done as it pertains to your logo, um, then that's, they are a good site to work with, okay, because they do a whole design board for you. Um, that's all we have on today's show. I want to remind you uh, if you have not already, make sure you check out the all new womenaboutbiz.net. Feel free to always email me at T newbie. That's T as in Trina, newbie N E W B Y at womenaboutbiz.net. Email me your comments, your feedbacks, how you're enjoying the show. Um, I, and for those of you that have my cell, feel free to text me your comments. I always value that. It keeps me on par and lets me know how I can improve and what else we need to cover in the show. So, if you have any marketing questions, um, anything that you in particular don't understand about marketing, let me know. We're going to start talking about target market and researching on next Monday. So, stay tuned. Until then, I want you to have a productive week and make it an abundant week, okay? Take the time to plan out your business properly and it will treat you right. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.